Hello everybody, I'm Hannah. And I'm Kylie. And this is Back Up for Grabs. Today we're going to be discussing season three, episode three. The gods are angry. You want to get started with our 15 second recap? Yeah. It's not still set to 15 seconds from last time. <laughs> You've been timing other things. I time myself for when I absolutely have to get out of bed in the morning. Mm. And when I have to stop reading and go to work. Mm. <laughs> Those are my common... <laughs> intervals okay ready okay. <laughs> uh, let's, let's do it all right the lions are creeping in on boran's camp there's still a huge age divide in samburu we have the big rock immunity challenge or reward challenge and boran wins the immunity challenge and the reward challenge so yay that and carl goes home <laughs> i had to mostly emphasize that boran won things yeah yeah um i think they got on a roll yeah and i think that they cut we were doubtful of their decision to vote Jesse out instead, yeah. but I think based on how this went, it, it was the right worked, call. It worked for him. No. All right, ready? Yes. Go. Okay, Sambru hates each other. Reward challenge, big rock. Buran wins. Immunity challenge, distress signals. Um, Buran also wins. Lindsay's dehydrated. Um, tribal's kind of weird, and there's a tiebreaker between Lindsay and Carl, and Carl goes home. Good job. Thank you. I feel like there was a great deal of things that could be summarized into... Samburu hates each other. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I don't know that I needed to spend time on Lindsay being dehydrated. Because it, it seemed like... It was unnecessary drama. Yeah, felt kind of contrived. But let's get into it. So, yeah, we the first scene that we get is kind of the Boran camp, and two of them are staying awake during the night like they're supposed to. And these lions are coming close. They are prowling. <laughs> and at first they thought there was just one, but turns out there are many. There are multiple. I wonder what would have happened in the event that the lions actually came in. Yeah. I feel like they have to have like a big stick or something, you know, like to look as though they're predators instead of... Yeah, I just mean like if it got to the point where like... Like, there has to be some kind of safety net for the contestants so they don't literally die. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there are camera crew people there, so at least they're going to protect the camera crew people. But, I mean, what if, like, the camera crew people got attacked and then, mm. then what? Like, I don't know. I just feel like on a TV show, obviously they wouldn't, like, air. Be like, Death. next, look. Big Tom is ripped to shred. Like, that's <laughs> probably not going to be on the show. Yeah. I'm just curious what, like, because the lions aren't going to care. That it's Survivor for TV. season yeah. three. <laughs> They're like, dinner. <laughs> nice. Thanks for providing this for us so easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought it was cute that, I mean, everybody kind of woke up and it was a little tribe bonding. But that also made me think of, so two people have to be awake at a time. And I don't know if they rotate it or if they, like, determined partners ahead of time. But I feel like you'd become kind of closer with that one person if it's the same partner every time. Yeah. I bet they rotate. But then again, Baran likes each other, so that's not a big issue for them. Yeah. It's probably just like, oh, look, more time to hang out versus like, yeah. let's... Oh, you're here. Make more friends. Yeah. In Samburu. Yes. Samburu is losing their minds. <laughs> I mean, Lindsay's been like a topic of conversation this episode. Like, it starts out with her uh, necklace falling apart, and so... All the younger people are helping her, you know, rebuild it or whatever. But then she was like, wait, I made this necklace originally with all my friends. I like you guys, but I don't like the old people. So now I'm going to give necklaces to all of you as well. 
It's like, hmm. So basically, Lindsay is um, at the maturity level of a second grader. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, now there's the necklace click. Silas, for some reason, decides that he's gonna be with the younger. Yeah, he's okay, like, showing it off to the old people that he's just with the young ones now. He's like, I've picked a side. And it's really unclear what happened to make him do that, because he's safer with the older people, just numbers-wise. Because there's four of them. It's four-four, yeah. I mean... Well, but it's four with Silas, so if he would have gone with the older people, it would have been five-three. yeah. And, but then again, you'd have to survive with Frank. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's not the one that has a major problem with True. Frank. I think Silas is dumb, and I think he... I at least think he should have played both sides longer. Like, he was just, like, so adamant about, I don't care if they know that I'm with the young people. The old people are dead to me now. It's like, yeah. mm, don't, don't draw the line. Please don't. He even could have swung it as, like... The first time I'm going to vote with the young people. Like, he could have sold this to the old people and then switched and voted Lindsay at the last minute. Mm-hmm. And been like, I just wanted to avoid a tiebreaker, yeah. but I want to be able to... Or at least, like... Ride the line. I'm going to talk to the young people, find out who they're voting out, so that you guys know. Yeah. But then still vote with you guys. There's all kinds of ways to swing this. And he didn't even... Attempt to. Try. Instead no. he was like, yeah, give me the necklace. Yeah. Which also would have been permissible if he were spot. Like, it's just crazy <laughs> to me that he just yeah. botched it. So, then we get to the reward challenge. You'll recall in the recap and preview, I mentioned that one of the things I was excited for was the challenge with the large rock. And here it is. Episode three. <laughs> so there's this giant boulder, which we're thinking is hollow inside, because it didn't look too heavy, but it was very large and hard to push. Yeah, and I think, well, there was, there was one time when Kim tripped, and Kelly kind of tripped too, and it mm-hmm. looked like um, the other team's rock went over Kelly's foot and, like, full on, like, on top of Kim for a second. Yeah. But they were able to and get up right up and, away. Yeah, kept yeah. running. So, I don't imagine a boulder. Because there have been heavy rocks before in other seasons. Like, I remember James had to push a big rock one time. But that was, like, a big, big rock, and Jeff warns them, like, hey, you guys got to be careful. Do not go underneath this rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was no, I mean, maybe there were like disclaimers like that off screen, but. Yeah. It didn't seem like it though. Yeah. Even the texture didn't look a hundred percent. Yeah. It looked like, like it could be it's like gotta the. It's got to be fake. Where wood. are you going to find a giant round <laughs> rock? It looks like like the wood and then you like paper mache it, you mm-hmm. know? But anyway, they had to navigate this huge rock um, through like an obstacle course. Samburu kept kind of, they would get it going, and then it would shoot off in the wrong direction, and then they'd have to re Yeah, they had no control over their rock. And that's what kind of resulted in them falling behind, because mm-hmm. Boran went slower at first, but they were, were really good with steering. Yeah. For some reason. Um, so Boran finally wins! Boran wins a challenge, and this is an excellent reward challenge to win. Yeah. So they got... Um, a hundred gallons of clean water and this like little shampoo if they want to use their water for showering as well. But Jeff said that the water would give each of them one gallon a day up to the merge. Which is a lot of water. Yeah. Because I don't even think I drink like a gallon a day. No. And I'm just living without being in Africa or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh and they've probably been having maybe, like, a quart a day, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe. 
Well, they do have the better water, at least in our opinion. So that's something. Yeah. Not that they know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they win. They get their giant tank and... Life shampoo. is good. Yeah. So we get a little bit of camp talk um, from both of them because Tree Mail comes, like, pretty quickly after that to mm-hmm. tell them what their immunity challenge will be. Um, and that is that they have to make this, like distress signal for a plane overhead to like see just like in season one yep um and already there's tension in samburu yeah whereas boran's having a real fun time planning their um distress signal they're having like a group striptease sort (laughs) of as a function of their distress signal um and i think part of that was big tom's basic assertion that Seeing that many people running around naked would be distressing in itself, mm-hmm. so that's a pretty good indicator. But uh, I think who Kim had, like, she brought paint with her as her luxury item, and so they dyed a lot of the mosquito nets, which was good, because that brought color into their Yeah, so they kind landscape. of made, both of the tribes said SOS. Mm-hmm. Baran's was a lot smaller in a flat, kind of empty area. Field, yeah. sort of. Whereas... Dirt patch? <laughs> yeah, whereas Samburu did it, because the, their camp is in, like, a enclosed... Circle, yeah. Circle. So they made their camp circle into the O. Yeah, and, and then, then put, put an S on with, either like, side. Trees. Brush and stuff, yeah. yeah. And, like, both... So it was quite a bit bigger. Yeah, it was a lot bigger. And both tribes were, like, running around and, like, had things that were moving, which... Mm-hmm. And we, made, like, flags out of posts and... Yeah. Their clothes. But the big thing was that Samburu did it at their camp, which the flight dude said is non-recognizable, whereas Boran did it in an open field, and so... And Boran... had more color. Yeah, made better use of the mosquito nets, um, because it's not something that you would routinely see, whereas having some brush and stuff arranged into different patterns might be... A camp. Normal. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. So we're happy that Boran won this too. Boran's on a roll. So they win immunity and don't have to go back to tribal. Linda explains that likely that's because their idol didn't want to live in a place with conflict and so she left them to find some peace. Oh my god. That's some mumbo jumbo. <laughs> I just, based on that, why are we not voting out Linda? You know? <laughs> I anyway. have no issue with that. <laughs> um, but during the whole setup of the immunity challenge, when they were, like, moving the uh, trees around, Lindsay, like, kind of passes out a little bit because she's very dehydrated. After trying to split a branch in half that no one would be able to split in half. Like, no. I don't know why she was wasting so much effort on yeah, it. Yeah, she was dead set on it. Um, but that's the name that the older people are throwing out. And we kind of learn... Throughout the episode that the younger people are kind of targeting uh, Carl because he's pretty wealthy on the outside. And the young people are like, well, this is a game for money and you don't need it. So, yeah, I think pretty much all of the old people's personalities have been grading on the younger people's anyway. But I think particularly Carl after that Mm -hmm. comment. So tribal's kind of weird. Yeah. Obviously, it's a 4-4 split to start. There's a tie between Carl and Lindsay. The necklace squad and the old people. Yep. So then they each plead their little case. 
we Carl's wasn't a bad No, his was good. He's like, I am, I told you who I am. You get what you get. I've been working hard. You need me in challenges. I mean, I don't disagree with that. Lindsay's speech was about what I would have expected from Lindsay. Yeah, it was like, he has money. I don't. Keep me. Yeah, like, I'm the least worst option. Yeah, and she was like, I don't know how to do all of these things, but I'm learning. Okay, congrats. As Emma would say, she's an inconvenience to me. (laughs) (laughs) She is. (laughs) Um, So they re-vote, and it's a second tie. And this is the first time... Well, it's season three. So, previously in seasons one and two, when there's been ties, we look to who's gotten the most votes previously. Previously. And apparently Jeff decided that when Jeff Varner got the boot last time because of this, that we were changing the the protocol. I mean, I'm happy about it. And also, they would have nothing to go on here because this is the first time they're going to tribal. Yeah. So, oh, so maybe they didn't get rid of that rule, actually. Well, I hope that they did. So. Yeah. We'll so see. here what we're going to do is survival guide knowledge trivia questions with a sudden death component in which if you get one wrong, you're out. Yeah. And so this is between Carl and Lindsay. And the game. Yeah. Forever. You're done. <laughs> um, and neither Lindsay nor Carl really succeeds at this. No, I think maybe they get like two questions right. And Lindsay like, gets two right. Yeah. So they first, they both get the first question correct. Great. Then they both, like, fail at the next three. And then Lindsay gets the last question right, and so Carl goes home. Mm-hmm. Because apparently, if you pour hot water on ticks, they will detach from you. Which hasn't been true in my experience, but that's okay. Maybe you just need to get the water hotter. Apparently. <laughs> I need to cause, you know, third-degree burns on myself to remove a tick. Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't say it was, like, an advisable <laughs> method. <laughs> Um, so the impact of this is essentially that now the necklace click has control of Samburu. Which I'm not opposed by. Well, I don't, I mean, we've, we've all kind of talked about this. We don't really like Samburu. Yeah, I'm, I'm very impartial to any of them making it long term. Yeah, I don't have a preference, honestly. It's kind of just like, all right. I would have preferred that Lindsay left over Carl because I find Lindsay more annoying, Mm -hmm. but... It's not because I like the older people better, necessarily. I think they're all kind of rude to each other. Mm-hmm. No one has a filter. Mm-mm. I think the older people are working harder. But d- equally, they're being passive-aggressive and demeaning towards the younger. So it's like... Yeah. Yeah. Who would you have voted out if you had your pick of any of them? Lindsay. I think I would have voted out Frank. I think Frank knows a lot, and Frank helps in challenges. And at this point, after mm-hmm. Moran's two wins, they need that. That's fair. I still, I don't, go ahead. Oh, I would have voted out an older person. So Frank would have been like kind of on my radar because I just, we don't click. I know that. Um, Teresa drives me nuts. I don't enjoy her voice. Um, who's the other one? Linda. Lin- I don't like Linda. So she's up there for me. But Carl would have been the last of the old people that I would have voted out. Mm-hmm. One, because I don't really care that he has a lot of money. I can bring him to the end and no one's going to give him a million dollars. Yeah. He's not annoying to me compared to the other ones um and yeah he works so i can keep him i don't have an issue with him that's fair i wouldn't trust Lindsay not to flip and emerge true i would trust that none of the older people will be able to make friends that efficiently on mm-hmm. the other side so that's like a plus mm-hmm. but i'm not really attached to 
any of them. Like, in all likelihood, if I were on that tribe, I would be allied with the younger people, even though yeah. Brendan bothers me, Lindsay bothers me, Kim's bothered me at times, and I think Silas is stupid. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up. Based on that, I would have gone with Lindsay, though. One, because she's annoying. Two, because I don't know that she's gonna make it the whole way through. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it were between Carl and Lindsay, I'm voting out Lindsay. Mm-hmm. But if it were between anybody on the tribe, it would have been one of the older people, just not Carl. That's fair. Yeah. Do you have a favorite quote from this episode? I actually have a favorite quote, and then I wanted to give an honorable mention because I thought it was funny. Okay. Uh, my actual quote is from our Lord and Savior, Jeff Probst. Aw. Uh, in the challenge. <laughs> he His commentary isn't as um, frequent as it is in future seasons, True. but some of his one-liners crack me up. So he said, Samburu, you missed the flag again. He's trying to, like, direct them to get through the giant rock. Through the- Yeah, they've <laughs> messed up multiple times at that point. And just, Jeff just has, like, this edge to his voice of, like, I don't even want to keep telling you that you're screwing <laughs> up, but you are. He's like, move your rock and bring it back the right way. So that was funny. Okay. Honorable mentions from Frank. He said, if you're excess baggage, get the hell out of my way. <laughs> That's such a Frank thing to say. It is a very Frank thing to say, which is why I picked it. But it's also, everyone thinks that, but doesn't say it quite that abrasively. (laughs) He has no filter. No. And, I mean, fairly, he was in his inner, like, he wasn't saying it to anybody specifically, Mm -hmm. but. It was just his little interview. Yeah. So, Frank tried to get the baggage out, and instead (laughs) he lost some of his own. (laughs) Um, mine was from Big Tom, and it was when they were prepping for the immunity challenge. He said, if that won't stop the plane, I want to talk to the pilot, (laughs) as he's half naked with a feather in his pants. Yeah, he was, like, running around mooning people. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, would stop a plane. It's true. (laughs) Yeah. He's not wrong. True. Okay. So, next we go into our little guest segment. So this week we have Paige, who we both went to law school with. Um, And yeah, I learned that Paige is also a huge fan of Survivor, um, which obviously made us closer friends. And so, yeah, she's participating this week. Participating. (laughs) Okay. Hey, Hannah and Kylie. Just wanted to share my thoughts for season three, episode three. Um, as far as a favorite part of the episode goes, I had two moments I wanted to bring up that I just found entertaining for one reason or another. The first being, um, when Carl is being frustrated by the younger members of his tribe and their lack of work ethic as he sees it, and he attributes this specifically to their generation, um, and that being Gen X for all of the the members of the tribe that he's frustrated with. I just thought it was interesting because I know that later on down the line, Survivor's going to do a season of Millennials versus Gen X. And in that season and in culture at large at that point, Gen X was very much on the other side of that conversation, um, speaking down to Millennials. And I just thought it was an interesting thing to see Gen X being on the reverse side of that conversation and sort of reinforcing the idea that this is an evergreen topic of, of debate between generations and that it has less to do with actual generations and more to do with the particular age group. Um, So I just thought that was fun. The other thing that kind of entertained me um, was when during the immunity challenge, Lindsay is sick and in distress. 
Linda walks up to her and Lindsay immediately yells, get out of here, go away. And then they cut to Linda's confessional where she's talking and she goes, you know, I think maybe I was the last person she wanted to see. And I was just like, yeah, Linda, what was your first hint? Was it her screaming at you the minute you were in eyesight? I just thought that was a, a fun moment of editing from the Survivor producers um, to juxtapose those two things. Uh, it just, it made me laugh. So I think that might have actually been my favorite part of the episode. As far as a favorite cast member, it's hard to not say Ethan. He's a soccer player. I like soccer. I also think he's a really well-rounded player as of right now. He, he's athletic and able to contribute to the challenges in that way. Um, he's very likable, gets along with all of his tribe mates, so I think that's going to do well for him. Um, although I will say, in this episode, Kim also stood out to me. I thought that her plan with dyeing the mosquito nets was great, um, having more color be visible, and that seemed to be a, a major contributing factor to why they won the challenge. It also was great to see, because the other tribe is dealing so much with this like generational divide, um, seeing Kim, who's one of the older members of the Yellow Tribe, be able to contribute and be, you know, a part of the team in that way, I thought that was great. So both Ethan and Kim, I think, are standouts for me as of right now. My favorite tribe, I think I might have just given it away. I like the Yellow Tribe. They, they get along so much better. If I had to live with one group of people, it would definitely be them over the Red Tribe. Um, although, I mean, the Red Tribe does provide for entertainment, so, like, you can't knock them for that. But all of their passive-aggressive sort of bickering within each, within each other and camp life there just does not seem pleasant. So definitely prefer yellow over red. Um, the challenges. The reward challenge was the rolling of the big boulder. I thought the best part of this entire challenge was watching Jeff try to outrun the boulder like he was Indiana Jones. That was my main takeaway from that challenge. Um, Although the red guys did like knock over two of the players on the yellow tribe and there was no sort of like sportsmanlike conduct there of like helping them up or making sure they were okay and that was just a little off-putting. So again, I'm knocking the red tribe, not a fan. Um, the immunity challenge. This was not my favorite style of challenge. Um, I like a little bit more gamesmanship where you can kind of see your competition as you're going. Um, and so when they have to do these challenges where they're isolated in their separate camps, it's less fun personally for me to watch, but I do appreciate that they have a chance to show off a different skill set, um, use their creativity and have to do something other than just pure athleticism. And this one still was, you know, very dependent on teamwork and the physical strength in order to be able to gather the supplies and stuff. So I didn't dislike it. It's just not my ultimate favorite style of challenge. And as far as who I would have voted out, I would have voted for Lindsay. I thought that the fact that she was so easily dehydrated when everyone else was living in the same conditions um, was a concerning factor. And then I also felt that she was so disingenuous at Tribal. And I know everybody is trying to conceal their true motives at Tribal. You don't want to like give everything away. But she was just over the top in her delivery of her responses that... She didn't want to let on anything. It was just, no, Jeff, everything's great. And I was like, it's not great. And everyone sitting around you knows it's not great. So that was that was frustrating. And I also think that the friendship necklaces, the beaded necklaces, only, like, helped to further sow this generational divide that that tribe is dealing with. And that's not helpful in any way, shape, or form. 
And so if you really want the tribe to be able to come together and be successful moving forward, I think that rooting that out is probably a good idea. So I was a little bummed. I mean, she got votes and that made a lot of sense to me, but ultimately a little bummed that she wasn't the one to go. Although I do understand the argument about Carl not needing the money and, um, and all that. Ultimately, I would have been happy if anybody on the Red Tribe went because I can see a lot of them being grating to have to live with. So those are my thoughts. Um, hope you guys have a great show and have fun. Okay, thanks for sharing your thoughts, Paige. We agree with a lot of what you said, honestly. Particularly Jeff being entertaining, having to keep up with everyone. <laughs> like Indiana Jones. <laughs> and that you love Ethan, because that's a reoccurring theme for us as well. Yeah, and we hadn't really discussed that Ethan is very well-rounded, and that's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. I think Ethan has done a great job so far of flying... Just underneath the radar enough that no one sees him as a threat, but he's also building yeah, a he's really strong like, network of yeah, social connections. He's not like the obvious leader, even though he'll speak out in challenges and stuff, but he's not like, guys, we need to do this at camp, like, right now. Which is funny, because I think of him as, like, a quiet guy, but mm-hmm. then in the challenges, he was, like, shouting, yeah. and I was like, But oh. that might be his, like, soccer background, too. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting... Paige, you mentioned that Kim came up with the idea of dyeing the mosquito nets. And bridging the generational gap. Which I do think gives her points. I, Mm -hmm. yeah, wasn't convinced that we needed to vote her out last time. Right. But she's, she's making her value known. Yeah. Yeah. And like, even if she thought she was like odd man out or whatever, she isn't. I don't know, wait until it passes. Yeah, so even if she thinks that she's, like, odd man out because she's, like, the oldest kind of in the tribe, she's not, you know, down in the dumps about it. Like, she's making the effort. She's still being a team player. Um, Unlike Samburu, who is very set on their ways of being this group and that group. Yes. And I did appreciate also your comment that if anyone from Samburu went home, you'd be happy. That would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. And we're for sure on the same page about Lindsay, so. Yeah, and we don't want to hang out with any of the Samburu people, so obviously Buran's the best tribe. Yeah, if I had to pick someone that I would hang out with on Samburu, it would probably be Silas. I just kind of feel like Silas is, like, wishy-washy and has no backbone. Yeah, but if I only had one of them, I'd pick him. Because he's hot? Yeah. (laughs) Can't fault me for that. Honesty hour. Um, but yeah. Thanks for... Sending in a voicemail page. We wanted to do a quick disclaimer that if you have something Opinions. you want to say, whether it's about a player, about a challenge, um, who you would vote out, send a voicemail. You email it. Thoughts on up. our opinions. <laughs> yeah, tell us why we're wrong and we'll fight you on air about it. Oh, we will. <laughs> uh, you can send a voice memo to backupforgrabspod at gmail.com if you want to contribute. You don't have to be asked just send us one and put the episode title in the subject of your email yeah okay birthdays Birthdays? (laughs) so on august 21st happy birthday to jake billingsley from season five gary hogeboom from season 11 and adam gentry from season 13 on august 22nd happy birthday to edma ma from season 23 on August 23rd, happy birthday to Ozzy 
from season 13, 16, 23, and 34, and Nora Salman from season 39. Oh, Nora. But mainly Ozzy. <laughs> uh, August 24th. <laughs> Happy birthday to Ian Rosenberger and Wanda Shirk from season 10. Paloma Soto-Castillo from season 17, Lindsay Cascadon from season 30, and Libby Vinsek from season 36. Hmm. I've met Libby. She's very sweet. Yeah, she was at the reunion, right? Mm, yes. I think she was there when we were both there. I sat next to her when I was an right. extra in the live audience. I love it. <laughs> um, no birthdays on August 25th. So August 26th, happy birthday to Yao Man Chan from season 14 and season 16. Are you a Yao Man fan? I liked him in season 14. Not a Yao Man fan. He bores me. That's fair. I think he was the first one to, like, do the whole idol thing. So that's why I gave him kudos for that. But it was a one-time thing, and I'm over it now. (laughs) And no birthdays on August 27th. Yeah, so that about wraps us. So, I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thank you for listening to Back Up for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Back Up for Grabs. Or you can email us with your voice clips from, nope, at, I tried to be fancy and then I just should have stopped. That's okay. (laughs) Or email us at backupforgrabspod at (laughs) gmail.com.